Welcome to the Elite Sales Podcast, brought to you by Family First Life Elite. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. Now let's get into the show. Thanks for joining us this week on the Elite Sales Podcast. You know, I'm joined in studio this week by John Backron, one, one of the mainstays. Uh, we, got a couple, we got a couple of special guests, you know, joining us remotely. Gerald, are you in Georgia as well? Yes. You are, okay. So, yeah. so a couple of guys joining us out of, out of the great state of Georgia. We have uh, Gerald Lovelace and, and Taryn Smith. So before, before we hop into that, actually, I had a couple, uh, couple, couple of things from earlier that I wanted to talk about. Um, it's actually, I guess, I guess in our business and, you know, just in our, in our day-to-day lives, we're all kind of surrounded by negativity, right? There's yeah. different levels of it, some different degrees of it. Some people more than others kind of depends on, you know, who you choose to associate with most of the time. So, you know, when it comes to negativity, you know, that's something that we all got to deal with. So, I mean, I was just, I was, just, I always talk about current events with, with UL for some reason, mm-hmm. like we just end up talking because we're, you know, we're, we're thinking of content and we're thinking of, you know, different, different things that we're working on projects that we're working on. And then constantly like, those are the, it's like the lowest hanging fruit because, you know, you got, you got, you got Yay, you got <laughs> Sam Bankman Freed, you got MTX, <laughs> you got all this different stuff going on. And, you know, I'm, I'm every, I don't like watching the news because first of all, I don't believe all of that's true. You know, there's definitely an agenda. There's, there's, you know, it's unfair reporting or, you know, it's not, it's not the full picture. Everyone's got some ulterior motive behind most of the news outlets that, that we, that we talk about, or we, uh, we consume. So, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to news, I mean, you think about all the different things going on, you know, there's the Twitter files, there's, uh, yeah. there's, there's um, Stephen Boss, DJ Twitch, uh, yeah, DJ, Twitch. Um, DJ that, that, that committed suicide, which you know, God rest his soul. Uh, those, these are things that are all like negative. Everything's like negative primarily when it comes to watching the news. You know, because part of it is, you know, they want you to continue to watch. Right. If it's a bunch of good news, people will tune out. It's an audience capturing machine. Because you want to be like, oh man, it's crazy. Like people want to people people want to catch that information first. They want to be able to go and talk about it. They want to they want to be like, how would I how would I handle that situation? So you know, negativity. You guys were just talking about negativity on one of yeah. you guys' calls earlier, right? Mm-hmm. What were you talking about when it comes to that? Well, I mean, something that we mentioned earlier was, I mean, not to uh, pay too much attention to the negative stuff that is happening out there. Uh, you know, uh, especially when it comes to news and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, I know that things happen out there. And a lot of people say, you know what, I want to be informed of what is happening. But in reality, what difference does it make? Yeah. I mean, if you just focus on what somebody did, some something happened somewhere that you have no control over, in reality, it's just distracting you from your actual activities, you know? I mean, uh, I mean, something that we talked earlier is that uh, me and John have had more conversations and, uh, you know, we, we talk about the negative stuff that was happening, you know, with the business, outside the business and stuff like that. But, you know, the conversations also changed to what are we doing better? You know, what, what can we do to better our situation, to better our teams, to better the conversation that we're having with people? And those are the conversations that we should be having all the time, rather than focusing on what's happening out there. You know, something that I was telling earlier, John, that a friend of mine called me and he was telling me about the soccer team that won something. Oh, but, World Cup? Yeah, World the World Cup. Cup. It's done? I don't I know. France and Argentina moved on to the finals. So, uh, Sun- on Sunday, yeah. Okay. They did. Okay, so uh, that's what I told the guys. Okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes, so you don't know? I said, no, I didn't even know that the World Cup was going on. <laughs> and then he goes, you didn't? I said, no, I didn't. 
because it doesn't make any difference to me. There's yeah. nothing. I mean, in fact, I don't even have the time to be watching a game in the middle of the day. Yeah, you man. know, I got to focus on the things that are going to, you know, make us better team-wise, personally-wise. You know, I mean, I, I I hope that someday I will be at the, you know, at the point where I can actually take the time off and watch a game in the middle of the day. But right now it's crunching time, you know. Yeah. I mean, with it was a, uh, this, I feel at this time, was a transition to start, you know, main, making the mental shift, you know, from focusing too much into the negative, into the positive. Yeah, Mess, Messi don't pay and cut your checks, right? No, Messi <laughs> doesn't come and pay my mortgage. That's <laughs> exactly. last time I checked. I mean, like, the guy doesn't know me. I don't even have his email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all that, all that being said, I mean, like the the things that we choose to consume around us impacts the way that we go about our day-to-day life you know the people that we choose to associate with us you know too the people that we that we talk to on a regular basis people that we spend energy on you know either they're going to add to it or they're going to take away from it right yeah. right so you know you got you got to be really wary of that kind of stuff because you know we're sometimes we get into these habits and we just we ha- if we hang out because we're just we're just used to hanging out the thing is those people could be sucking all, all your energy they could be taking all your motivation. I mean, and at the end of the day, I mean, like, yeah, cool. You're loyal. You know, he, that's your homie. You're hanging out. But in the long term, how does that help you? Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, with all, the, all, with all the news and everything else going on. Yeah, it's, it's current events. I mean, you may think you might want to just know briefly what it is, but don't put too much energy into it unless you're thriving. Unless you're in a position where you effectively can go out there and, and, and create some change. You actually can impact that situation because... For the most part, if you if you're in a position where financially you're not where you want to be, your business is not where you want to be, your personal relationships are not where they want to be or where you want them to be. Why are you wasting time on other people's problems? Yeah, it's like there's no benefit to it whatsoever. So I mean that's that's just something that I kind of was uh, talking to a couple of these guys about, and we'll we'll get back to that later. But you know, as far as talk talking about negativity, Terrence, are you on here? So we got we got Terrence Smith. Yeah, what's going on, brother? So as far as negativity, Terrence is actually one of my favorite guys to work with because he's actually one of the most positive guys that I that I get a, I get to talk to on a regular basis. The thing is, he does have his challenges, and it's not always smooth sailing. It's not always all upside and all 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 positive things. But the thing is, he he finds a way to remain positive. Would you say that's a fair statement about yourself? Press the wrong button. <laughs> he's, he's frozen. He's frozen with so much positivity. <laughs> he froze up. Well, well, we'll get back to him later. But Gerald, I've had I've had a, I've had a few, I've had a few conversations with you. You you've always seemed positive up to this point. Are you surrounded by negative people yourself? Uh, I tend to try to try my best to stay away from negativity because I know look, one negative thing leads to a downfall of negative things. So I try my best to try to stay away from it. Okay, that's good. Well, let's 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 get back to to you. How how long have you been with with FFL? When did you get started? Why'd you get started? Um, I originally got started uh, September fifth was the day I actually got contracted. Um, my first contract. Um, and what made me start? I didn't like the position that I was in at the moment. 
you know, I was working a job and I worked this job for three years. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate all the experiences from this job, but at the end of the day, it had a ceiling on it. And Terrence, me and him been friends for like 20 years. He was telling me like, hey, look, I know your potential. I know something you might be good at. You might want to look into it. I looked into it and I feel like this is one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. What were you doing before, if you don't mind? Oh, warehouse. Warehouse. Yeah. Okay. Fort Lift, typical Fort Lift job. Okay. And then like, since you've known Terrence for 20 years, I'm pretty sure Terrence have spoken to you about this for a couple of years, right? What, what got sure. you to finally make the trigger and make the move? Uh, I was like, I was at the end of my rope at the moment. Like I was in a very, very uncomfortable situation. And I knew at that job, it wasn't going to help the situation out. So I had to find something. I had to find something I could do legally <laughs> they can make a lot of money and try to help my situation out. And at first I was in it for, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna make some quick money off of it. But then once I got to learning like exactly how this insurance company, I mean, insurance game works, I actually started appreciating it a little bit more. And I'm in it for more than money now. So when Terrence told you way back when, what, it, what was your initial thoughts? Did you, was it something that you felt you could do? Was it something that seemed scary? Like what, like what were your, what were your initial thoughts? Um, I feel like this. What Terrence tell you, uh, if it's a point zero one chance that it'll work, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna put my all into it. I feel like as long as I put the work into it, because he also let me know, like, hey, if you put the work into it, it'll pay off. So I feel like if I put the work into it and I actually put my all into it, it'll pay off, and it hasn't let me down since. Right. So would you would you categorize Terrence as being a positive person? Oh, yeah. yeah, very positive. Even when I, like, he's seen me get frustrated on the phone at times, and he calls me down. He lets me know, like, hey, I've already been down this road before. Look, just do this then third next time. And nine times out of ten, when I listen to his advice, the next time I do it, it's a sale. So how important do you feel like that? that is for you to have someone around you that's positive, even when you're not quite feeling it or you're starting to have a little bit of touts? Oh, that's very, very, very important because one thing I have learned about uh, this industry, it's very easy to kill your dream. If you don't have any positive support system around and it's just you, you can doubt yourself until, until, you, until it's in existence. Like, your doubts will become your reality. So if you don't have anyone positive around you trying to put something positive in your ear, it's really, it, I, I see the potential where people uh, crash out in this industry. So... You, you were not previously licensed before. This is the first time in insurance after Terrence ex explained this to you. Yeah, and did, did you jump in transitioning from your current position or you just said, I quit, I'm going to go full-time here? <laughs> I said, I, funny part about it, I said I quit and I didn't have my license yet. <laughs> 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 I was that dedicated. <laughs> so how long did it take you from, from that point from not having a license, you quit your job, you decided to take the course and get licensed. How long did how long did that process take you? Uh, I probably took about a good two and a half weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Could it have done been done faster, or did you want to take your time? Oh no, uh, I, I, it could have been done a lot, lot faster. I will say that, but then I had to make sure that I, I, I was going to be right to take the test. I didn't want to just go in there and take the test and I fail. And it just so happened I went in there my first time and took the test and passed. Right. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, which I mean, there, there's, I mean, two and a half weeks is not a long time. It's just some people, yeah. some people, they want to, they want to knock it out in a couple, couple of days. Some people want to take a week. Some people take 
Some people drag it out and they drag it out for full, several months, yeah. which usually they never get, they never get through it. They never actually get licensed. Right. Okay. So, all right. So walk us through the process. So once you got your license, once you started your contracting, you got contracted with the carriers, what, what was the next step? What did T walk you through? All right. So he basically, we were uh, role playing with the script, but he also let me know like, Hey, with this industry, you need to be role playing with actual people because I, we only can role play a certain, a certain distance. So he gave me a couple of his, his old leads and I started dialing and I tried to just get more and more comfortable. The strategy he gave me said, get to at least a hundred presentations and then you'll be comfortable. So my goal was try to get it to at least a hundred presentations. And I had to go through a lot. I cussed out, hung up on, and went through all the trials and tribulations just to get to a certain point. But without that, I don't think I'll be where I'm at now. And I still feel like I got a long way to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're starting to, to produce pretty consistently. So, you know, on the group chat, I see your name popping, yeah. popping up throughout the day. You, Terrence, Jonathan, what you guys, do you guys do live dials together too? Yes. How, what, so how does, how does that normally go? Are you guys on there morning time to the evening and just, you guys just chatting throughout the day in between? Yeah. All day, like from uh, at least around 8.30 Eastern hour time. Until about 10 p.m. our time as well. But if Jonathan, uh, since he still works California time, like if he's still up, we'll leave it on. But it's not too much that we can do. But we use the shutdown around from about 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Try to get I mean, as how, many dials in as possible. Yeah, of course. So how, has that been? Has it been a big uh, resource for you guys to to be able to do that together rather than just dialing separate and running your own thing? Oh, yes, because uh, sometimes, you know, if I need some help, Terrence will be listening and he'll help me out through or throughout the uh, conversation. You know, he even called you sometimes to help me out. So, like, hey, it's like it, it's a, we're a team with it. Like, sometimes he might need a, a pointer or two or Jonathan might need a pointer or two. We just all there for each other. So do you do, you do uh, in-person appointments, virtual telesales? What's your method? Uh, just all telesales. I did a couple of uh, face-to-face appointments, uh, but we're mainly just telesales. Why telesales over in person? Uh, well, I feel like um, telesales, you have a wider market hmm. besides okay. only in your area. Do you work just the state of Georgia? Do you? Yeah, are you licensed multiple in multiple states? states? Oh, yes, I have uh, 17 states now. I'm wow. licensed in 17 states now. Okay, yeah. So as far as as far as leads, what type what type of leads are you working? How many how many how many dials do you do a day? Uh, we're working the veteran leads. Um, mm-hmm. We usually old military veterans. Um, and with the dials, I try to get at least between three to four hundred dials in a day. But we I, we mainly scale it off of presentations. Like uh, I try to get at least about six presentations in a day. Mm-hmm. You know, so six presentations to break down to probably about three to four hundred dials. Yeah. yeah. And then how many how many days a week do you do that? Oh, seven days a week. Yeah, <laughs> you see you guys popping up on Saturdays and Sundays. So <laughs> yeah, we 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 love it. Like I'm I'm addicted to it. Like I told you when I first started, I didn't think I was gonna be addicted to it until like now. Like I'm addicted to it. Like my girlfriend tell you, I talk about this so much, she about to start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's enthusiasm right there yep. 
Well, that's the, that's a positivity transferring over from your enthusiasm over to her. Yeah. Right. Did you have any negativity about, you know, coming in brand new into the insurance industry, right? And you got Terrence telling you, you know, you got to spend money on leads. What was what was your mind state from that? Any negativity where you felt like, what, I got to pay money out of pocket before I make money? Oh, um, it was like a, it was kind of a hurdle. Like he did tell me about that. But like I said, with his old leads, he also helped me out with it a lot because he also did say, look, don't buy leads and you don't know what you're doing yet. So right. I got I got a lot of good practice on in, and then when I felt more comfortable, then we moved forward with the leads. But I I did like I said I have my moments. Well, I had my moments in the beginning. Like I didn't think it was gonna work. To be honest, I dialed for two weeks straight. Like I said, I was getting cussed out, hung up on everything. I didn't think it was gonna work until it worked. So what was going through your mind in those two weeks? So what got you to keep going then? Was it because you're seeing positive sales from the group me? Yeah, the group me really helped me out a lot. Like the group me, I, I look in there and I'm like, look, it, it's possible. Like somebody's doing it. So I just need to find out what I'm doing wrong or either I'm not working hard enough. Mm-hmm. And figure it out, okay, like uh I even like me and Terrence we've been knowing each other for 20 years and I still text him now, like I'm excited about this, like like I'm new to it. That's exciting. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So after the two weeks, after two weeks, once you started, because you had a little bit of doubt at the beginning, you didn't know it was going to work. What mm. changed from that point? Oh, I made my first sale. <laughs> 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 I made it. I made that first sale. And I was like, oh, okay, now, now I see. Oh, I, when I seen the first sale and the first deposit, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm believing now. I'm sold. <laughs> and then, I mean, and then it's so. Was that was that just like you're excited for the money, or is it like your confidence was slowly growing? What was going through your mind? A little bit of both. My confidence, when I uh, they had my first sale, uh, telesales, my confidence grew a lot because, like I said, I was doubting myself. I didn't think I could do it. I don't. I didn't think I was cut for it. And then I made my first sale. And next thing you know, my confidence built up. I got a little bit more comfortable on the phone. And my presentation got a lot, lot better. Awesome. I mean, that, it, that's... It's like the, the doubt kind of built me to be better. Right. And that's uh, actually, I like your story because your story really, in reality, shows that we have to put ourselves through the no's until we get to the yeses, right? I mean, I'm right. sure that you made a lot of mistakes on the on the first calls you made. Like you said, I mean, people hang up on you, they cast you off and all that stuff. But that's a process, right? right? That is the process. And uh, and that is the beauty of it, you know? I mean, changing the mentality of saying, okay, I'm going to see how many no's I get until I get to the yes, right? Then keep right. going. I mean, uh, I mean, I like the fact that you guys are on the phone. I mean, pretty much all day. That's that's pretty cool. You know, I mean, I wasn't even thinking that I was on the phone myself a long time, but now I can see that I'm not. I gotta probably <laughs> put more hours into it. Hey, <laughs> but it's true because that the thing is, as a brand new individual, you're brand new into the business, no knowledge of it. You have your skill that needs to go, and the faster you can get over that skill of a hundred presentation. Will it take you six months to a year to get you 100 presentations? Or if you worked 8.30 till 10.30, 10 p.m., Monday through Sunday, seven days a week, how fast can you you build that up? And so you took off in two weeks. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the fact that you guys have each other's support, I mean, on the on the call, I mean, that's, that, that's good too. Another thing that I like about, I mean, that you just mentioned is that you guys help each other, you know, you guys tell, okay, you need to do this. You know, you guys give each other pointers. 
And, and that's good though. Uh, that's something that I, I, I did within the last couple of weeks. I mean, I got these uh, two guys in my office. Uh, I'm not going to say who they are, but they're sitting right next to my left. <laughs> and these two guys, I mean, within the last couple of weeks, they have actually said stuff to me that, that you know, made me uncomfortable. But I never said anything. I did not stay quiet. And I was like, dude, if I want to grow, I mean, I got to get rid of my ego, you know, and, and, and I've done things. I've said things and they point it out and it's good. So thank you guys. I mean, and, and because the truth is, but it's up to you also to receive it, you know, I mean, you got to get rid of the egos in order for you to be able to, 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 to grow and help others grow. So take Christmas gifts. And of course. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, were, were you ever, sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. I was, I was going to say for, for a lot of people, especially when they're new, they get uncomfortable, um, uncomfortable having their camera on, unmuting themselves, having other people listen in when you're new and you're kind of fumbling through the script. You kind of, you're, you know, that you're probably going to mess up on the, on the phone calls. Was there ever a point where you're like, uh, I don't want to turn it on. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute myself. Have, did that go through your mind? It did, but I also knew I had to make myself uncomfortable in order to make it work. So I, I trust me, my heart was beating, my hands were sweating. I was really uncomfortable, <laughs> but I knew I had to do it. I, the uncomfortability made me more comfortable. Right. So You became comfortable with the uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> I like that. And, and that's perfect. I, I, I became comfortable with being uncomfortable. Well, isn't, isn't, that, isn't that the whole, the whole thing? Like, you, instead of fighting it, because you, you, could, you could start justifying, oh, well, my, you know, my camera's not working, or, you know, my, my mic's kind of messed up, and, you know, I, you know, I'm yeah. just going to mute it or I, I get, I, I get really distracted. You just accepted it and just be like, well, it's the only way I'm going to get better. Yeah. And if I want to get good results, I just need to do it. And instead of fighting it, you put all your energy into, right, let's just try to get through this call. And then you, you receive all the, all the uh, critique, constructive criticism, all that stuff from, from Terrence and whoever else was, was helping you during that time, you know, just, just took it for what it's worth and actually tried to put in the work and try to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's one, that's one thing that for anyone out there that's trying to get help or trying to improve your business, like ego gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people, they, they rationalize things, they justify things. And, you know, that's as a human being, this is, this is your right to do so. But the thing is, you got to ask yourself, how does this really help me in the long run? Yeah. Is it, is it, are you just delusional in that, in that time frame? But you're telling yourself, oh, no, that's cool. I got it. I can figure it out. But in reality, you're actually just pushing your success further, further back. And sometimes you never recover. Mm-hmm. Right. You really just got to ask yourself, you know, what you're doing. Are you procrastinating? You have a fear of rejection. You know, you have anxiety. Just ask the real question. What, am I, what, what is what I'm doing now going to make me money? <laughs> right. We're here for, for income. <laughs> so if you're locked in or, or, you know, logged into your, your zoom dial, but there's no calls, there's no unmuting, there's no video. Is it really making money? Right. And you also got a chance the, the, the mentality uh, when it comes to, 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 to the business ownership. Right. Yeah. I mean, something that I've been doing. Um, okay. So a couple of months back, I was thinking like, well, I'm the business owner. I can, it's my own business. I can do whatever I want. I can leave early. I can come in late. I can whatever. Right. But uh, within the last couple of weeks, I mean, uh, I, I was like, do I can do that anymore? You know, cause obviously that, mentality that those habits didn't take me to where I wanted to be at the end of this year. 
So I changed my mentality and said, you know what? I want to become an employee. I want to become an employee of my own business. And uh, so now I put my time, okay, I want to start at this time. I want to be over at this time. And uh, and I and I show up to work, you know, and because I now I, I I'm accountable more to myself uh, to say okay what what did I do at, at the end of the day what is it that I accomplished did I accomplish something or you just came over here to warm up my chair you know <laughs> what I mean so I had to be more realistic with myself you know and 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 then actually being aware of what am I watching when I'm in, in the in, in you know in my uh, you know, my dialing time. Am I reading something that is productive? Am I listening to something that's productive or I'm just listening to, I don't know, watching a YouTube video or something like that that has Before nothing to do with the business. Um, so all those things needed, I needed to change and, and and shift. I mean, so now, 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 now I come to with a mentality that I'm an employee, you know? And it's something that uh, Albert said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he said, for the new generations, we need to teach people to be employees until they learn how to become business owners. And that hit home. I was like, man, I, I don't even know how to be a business owner. You know, so I got to put myself through that so I can learn how to be re- a real business owner. You know? Yeah. It's a good conversation, especially, you know, kind of like what happened to him, to Gerald, where Terrence said, this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're logging in. <laughs> we're making calls. You're going to get beat up. I think it's a, it's a great conversation of upsetting the expectation. Right. You're going to get turned down. People are going to cuss you out. So they know it. And then once they embrace it, it's like, okay, you said it. It's true. Right. <laughs> Keep it going. You're going to say something. We should get the machine that you like where you punch in. Oh, the time clock machine, yeah, timestamp, kind of cool, like a classic one, like the old ones. I mean, they don't even use those anymore, but I think that'd be, still that'd, be, be, yeah. that'd be cool. That'd be fun, huh? Yeah, we don't want to get sued for 1099 violations. Right. <laughs> so w too. I guess that's evidence. <laughs> so yeah. did you play sports with uh, with Terrence? Oh, no, unfortunately, uh, Terrence took the hype part. <laughs> 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 so uh, I was more uh, I was more the business person got it okay so so i, I was gonna say you know you guys are on all day long from morning time to 10 p.m at night sometimes yes. so it seems like it seems like that takes a lot of discipline to do it seven days a week like like you said so for the people that are out there watching thinking oh that's a lot of work that's a, that's a lot of time how do you have a personal life like what do you like can you walk us through are you working non-stop the entire time or are you guys taking breaks along the way joking around spending time I mean, uh, we might dial for like two or three hours straight and then take a little breather, you know, give your brain some time to relax because you don't want to wear your brain out to the part mm-hmm. where you're not even no good on the phone. Mm-hmm. So we kind of do it in increments. Like we might do 150 dials in an hour and a half or something like that. Um, and then break, then uh, come back and do 150 more dials, break, see where it goes from there. But nine times out of 10, like it'll be appointments sitting between times. So between the appointments and live dialing, that's when we really get our mental breaks in. Right. Yeah. But we're always on though. Yeah. I mean, I, I see you guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people think, Oh, like, you know, cause they prioritize other things first. They say like, Oh, how I can't go get my nails done. I can't go, you know, go, go do my shopping. I can't do this. I can't do that. But, you know, if it's important enough to you, if you prioritize, take care of like you'll fit, you'll fit whatever else you need to into around your schedule. Yeah. And I think there's also the negativity into it because 
I know you guys are making sales, but would you agree that some, some days, even though you put in the time, you don't make a sale? Have you had those yeah. days? Right? Oh, so, that, that happened today. Right? So, <laughs> so think about it for a new agent then, right? So sometimes this is the conversation that they're having in their head where I did all this work. I didn't get any results. I could have gone out with my family. I sacrificed this much. I could have gone somewhere else and gone on vacation. Like how do, how would you, what would you say to a new agent that way to where the reward is more fruitful from the current situation that you're in? Well, all I could really do with that is uh, just pretty much give them the same, same sort of, same way that I had to learn through Terrence. Like, Hey, look, put in some more work. Gotta work a little bit harder, you know? That's just how it is. it's a numbers game. Like if you can scale it out, you know, if you feel like, hey, look, I did 300 dials. I got six presentations. Now, if everyone said no, there's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. You just got to accept your fate. But as long as you know you tried and you put an effort in, you should appreciate that more than anything. So when the sale do come, it'll feel you'll feel more fruitful from it. Yep. Yep. So something that I also started doing, uh, I actually did it with some of the people that I that I barely hired. I, I became more uh, more clear about what the business is. Uh, I didn't say to I don't I don't say to people anymore like, hey, this is gonna be easy. You're gonna make money, blah blah blah. No, I tell them the truth. I say, this is hard work. This is hard work, and when you get to the money, you're gonna enjoy it. But in order for you to get to the money, this is the kicker right here. I said you gotta think of it as when you go to work. If you are supposed to be to clock in at nine, and you know to whenever, five, six, whatever, you're still going to sacrifice the time away from your family, right? And you're not going to go and complain to your boss, hey, you know what? I came to work here eight hours and you pay me the same thing, right? I mean, so what I tell people is you got to think the exact same way and then put your schedule in non-negotiable time. You know, sure. that time with, with that you're dialing is non-negotiable. It is what it is. You have to Go show up, dial, and nothing what happens outside is going to be a, become a distraction. Um, because the truth is, you're doing that for like, I don't know, a certain period of, of, of time. Yeah. You're going to get to the position where you can actually start taking more time off. That's true. Because, you know, think of any W-2 type of work. They had to go to work for five days, four days a week, and then get paid in two weeks. They still had to mentally go clock in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of the time they're going and they're, not, they're getting nothing done. Yeah. Right. And here we are. Here we are. We're so spoiled. Oh, I didn't make a sale today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just, you know, set up the non-negotiable time. I mean, just, you know, go to work, make the dials, put yourself through the nose and have fun with it. Well, know? I think to John's point, I mean, he, he was talking about those days you go through and you didn't make a sale or you didn't, you didn't, bring in commissions that, that day. Right. Like it's real easy for an agent to, to be like, Oh man, I, I wasted an entire day working or I devoted this day for work, which I mean, you didn't spend the whole day working. Right. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> you devoted the day towards, towards working. So you bypass personal plans that could have been fun. That could have, you know, could have been other things, mm-hmm. recreational stuff. Yeah. So, you know, right. you, you, you mentally told yourself I'm going to work instead. And then you didn't see any immediate results. And then you start you start getting into this mindset. Oh man, I could have been doing this. I could have been doing that. I wasted a day working. Yeah. Where in reality, if you actually take if you do self evaluation of the situation, because I've been there, I've done the same thing. Yeah. The thing is, those days when you feel like I could have been doing something else instead and I wasted this day, it's because you don't have that same consistent schedule like Gerald and Terrence and Jonathan and all these guys in this group have. Because if they strike out that day, they're like, 
so what? I'm working tomorrow anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it back. It's a strong discipline. Right. It's just when, when you guys are just thinking, I'm going to work this day and then take the rest of the week off until I decide to work again. Yeah, it's going to be disappointing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's no other way around it. Right. I agree with that. Well, I do want to add this on to it, though. You know, one of the hardest things that I have realized, though, in this industry, staying consistent after you get the money. Yes. Yes. Because the money can make you really lazy. Yeah, because yep. imagine, right? You're you're clocking in eight thirty to ten. What if you made a sale at nine? <laughs> that throws your whole mental. Oh, I'm set. Cool. I made I made some decent money. I guess I'm gonna take the rest of the day off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that takes that takes a real discipline. I mean, that's that's an that's an excellent point because we do see that happening. You know, people make make their money, and then they're just like, eh, well, I'm used to making this money, so. I guess I'm off for the month. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do? What do you do, Gerald? Yeah, how do you how do you stay motivated? How do you how do you keep going after you make yourself? I don't even look at it as a sale. I I bypass it. I, I I mean I feel good about it, but then I'll be like, okay, on to the next call. Mm-hmm. I don't I try not to pay it no attention because I know if I pay it attention, I get to thinking about it, then my mind will get to venture everywhere. Then next thing I know, I'm gonna be and spent the money before I even had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you started thinking about where it went. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I try not to think about it at all. I just be like, okay, on to the next call. Right. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, you make the first call and then after that, the rest is gravy, you know? Mm-hmm. You just gotta keep on keep on going. But uh, that's something that we mentioned earlier too, you know. I mean, you made the first call and go, Oh man, it's probably nine nine o'clock, it's probably ten o'clock, and I can probably go home. <laughs> you know, but no, I mean you gotta push it because the best time I mean to for you to make the next sale is after you make the first one, right? You're right. in rhythm. Yeah. So you just got to continue. You got to be, you got to learn how to be disciplined in reality. That's what it comes down to, in my opinion. You know, you have to learn how to be disciplined and to avoid distractions and and, and stay focused. You know, I mean, what's that, your, that is what is in reality. What's What's been your going. street, Gerald, since you guys have been uh, so far, you know, you said you started September to December now, right? What's been the biggest streak of how many families have you helped out within one day versus like one week? In a month, um, and one day I'd probably say the most I've done, uh, families, right? Families, family, yeah, families of like four families, oh. um, in a week. I think, I think I did seven in a week for the most, yes, yeah. and for a month, um, I'm not exactly sure exactly how many I did in the whole month, but uh, America looks pretty nice. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's, it's a lot of stuff hey, with, with, so, with so many families that you help and even your girlfriend thinks that you're handsome huh <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey a lot of problems stop <laughs> winning cures all yeah right but that's good but, too though because like when you're not thinking too much of the sale you're not thinking too much about how you spent the money if you continue to just focus on working activity and you're consistently disciplined to working, you don't have a lot of time to spend the money. So it's just been piling up. Right. So when you finally do think, oh, I want to do something nice. Oh, I got expendable income. Right. Yeah, which which I mean, if you guys listen to Jocko Willink, who's going to be speaking at National Convention, FLConvention.com, make sure you register there. But, you know, he always, like in his writings and his podcasts and his books, all that stuff, he always talks about you know, pe- people mistake. If you have discipline, you you know you have a set number of hours that you were committing to work, 
treat yourself like an employee for yourself. Yeah. You go to work, you have these days set. People think oh, I'm losing freedom. Mm-hmm. Where in reality, you if you have all this freedom and no discipline, the thing is you're, you're never going to have actual freedom. Yeah. You're always going to be behind financially. You're always going to be needing to catch up. So discipline actually truly does equal freedom. So if you want real freedom to do what you want to do financially, not have to worry about money, to have type of structure and everything else you need for, for a good balance of your life. It's gotta, it's gotta be, it's gotta be disciplined first. Mm-hmm. You know? so don't, don't overlook that. Don't, uh, don't, don't put one before the other. Yeah. Don't put freedom before discipline. Cart before, the Set before the, before the work. We got Terrence back on. T, are you on? Are you working? Zero. Yeah, I'm back on, brother. How you doing? What's going on? <laughs> was was the baby giving you trouble? Te- technical difficulties. I don't know what it was, but I'm we back. saw you move your hand. You pressed something, and then you froze. Yeah, yeah. Uh, piggyback on what Gerald said. I told Gerald when he started. I said, brother, I don't want no credit for what you're doing, man. All this is you. You putting in the work. You putting in the dials. This is all Gerald. Uh, and if you don't go right on, you can't blame me. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> at, at the end of the day, bro, you, 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 I'm proud of you, Gerald, man. You're doing good. Uh, you make me, I, I'm bragging to Albert about you, bro. And I just feel like this is the best. This, this, this is just the beginning. I feel like you like a 40, 50, well, 40, 50 families. Yeah. Person. He's <laughs> uh, without a doubt, bro. Like you got to work ethic, you got to grind. You're smart. You're going to be all right, bro. Appreciate well, it. I, I, I think you're very, I think you're you're being very humble about that, Terrence. You know, obviously Gerald's the one putting in the work he deserves all the credit, but you know, you you're doing your part too. You're not only are you setting the table properly and, and setting him up to, to understand what's to be coming so he doesn't end up surprised and disappointed later on, but more importantly, you're you're actually just a positive influence and a good friend to him. Yeah. There's gotta be something you're bringing in. Cause like we were talking about how Jared for two weeks was flat, right? So there's gotta be something. If you could share, like, what was the conversation like? What, what were the positive feedbacks you were giving him for him to keep going? Because most other agents, they would they would have just wrapped it up. Yeah, right. And and the thing is, uh, that, that's a good question, John. And I think we all trying to figure that out. But what what I've what I've done so far that helped with uh, that I've done now is uh, the Zoom helps. So when they see you get hung up on. You know, like I, I probably got the most nose in the crew for sure. So nobody can't complain to me that they getting the most nose because I'm getting the most nose. So mm-hmm. the second thing is when they call you to complain, you can't meet their level. You got to be calm. I try to be like, like Albert. Like Albert, when I call Albert a problem, he is the calmest guy alive. And I'm like that. I be talking to my girl like, how do you do that? Like, what's it be some real problems? But I be thinking it is, but it's it's not that big to him. And then, then later on, really not that big. So I try right. to. Do the same thing with them, you know, like if they be like, man, I've been down all day. I got this bill. I got this going on. I got, and I just really realized like, look, what part can we, we can't control and what part can we control? And what we can control is dialing. And dialing fix every problem. I don't care what problem you got going on, if it's financial, the girl leaving you, whatever. I know that Wolf of Wall Street, but I, that, that's what I do. Pick up the phone and start down. That's, that's, I wanna, I'm gonna get that tattooed on my back. <laughs> you know, like, saved my life. You know, I'm, I'm excited, man. Dial may be, you know, I, I, that's, that's, that's why I always tell them, like, just don't worry about it, just dial, you know? Cause at the end of the day, they don't know you. They don't, they never seen you before. They're not gonna think about it. Who cares? Like, you know, think about helping them. That's all I, that's how, that's, that's, that's what I had to say. So, 
yeah, I forgot where I heard this from. It was, I think it was some, 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 some athlete said this, or some former athlete said this, and obviously he's got money. But yeah. he, he said like his grandma or someone told him he's like he's like can this can this be fixed with money? And then mm-hmm. he's like yeah, and he's like then it's not a real problem, right? Because right. the money part you control. Yeah. And the money, I mean, the money part you control with your work ethic and your discipline. So you have a way to be able to 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 attain that, which fixes those other things. Now the other thing is if it comes to like something like health something like, you know, terminal illness or something that, you know, money can't solve. Yeah. That's a real problem. Right. So we just got to keep that. We got to keep that perspective. So, you know, T, I mean, I I love, I love your leadership and I love, love the things that you're doing for your team. It's, it's, it's definitely reflecting in their performance, their attitudes, the way that they communicate, the way they carry themselves, all that stuff. So amazing job to you. Thank, thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for working with me, man. And, and John and Misha, thank you, thank you guys. Y'all all helped me too. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, so Gerald, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna wrap up with you here. So, let me ask you. Let me ask you a few questions. Okay. For some of that struggling, what type of advice would you give them? Um, I would just really have them analyze themselves because at the end of the day, you have to be your hardest critic. You have to decide for yourself, like, is this something that you really want to do? Is this something that you really want to do? Like, go forward with because you got to put the work in yourself. If you really feel like you have a, a potential in it, then go for it. If you don't, don't half-ass do it. Just go find something else. And there's no shame in that if that's if you if you can't commit to the work and you know you're not going to do it. It's not going to magically fix itself. So right. that's, that's good advice right there. What is so you got to schedule? Really- What's your daily schedule look like, Gerald? Um, well, whew, I wake up about six. Uh, try to get in a, at least a training video a day. You know, Terrence gave me that good advice. He was like, "Look, try to get you at least two training videos in a day." I am not gonna lie, I haven't did two, but I try to at least get one in a day. Nice. Uh, get me a training video in a day. Um, I go over all my emails uh, before I get to start, before I start working, make sure all my affairs are in order. Then about 8.30, uh, the Zoom is up we and we start dialing. Like me and Terrence have our five-minute uh, morning conversation, then we're dialing. And then from there on out, um, like I say, we break periodically. You know, I try to fit in. My family and stuff in between time, but they also know like, hey, I got a business over here I'm trying to build, you know. So they they understand the sacrifices you're making. They're making sacrifices of their own. So you Correct. guys can build what you're trying to build. Love it. Okay. And aside from money, Gerald, what do you do this for? Um, I actually find pleasure in, in helping families because uh, before I started selling insurance, I wish I'd have known what I know now because it's so much stuff like we could have like our my family specifically, we could have been generation generationally wealth, wealthy right now. If I'd have known this stuff back then, if somebody would have known this stuff. So I really look at it like, hey, look, I just need to put the knowledge out there. Even if you don't buy from me, even if you buy from someone else, as long as I can give you this knowledge, I feel better. And that would make me start uh, going a little bit more harder. Cause I was like, Hey, look, it's, it feel better helping people instead of getting the money because the money going to come when you start helping people. Right. It's true. So now, now that you got a little bit more experience under your belt, Terrence was able to introduce this idea to you and, you know, share, put you on and share this opportunity. Is that something you'll be looking to do for other people, you know? 
I talk to everybody I know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone I know, I'd be like, hey, look, y'all, I understand what y'all going through. Like the people in my old job, I try to recruit them because I'm like, look, I know what y'all going through. There are other options out here besides this warehouse. Like, it's whatever it is. Like, if you feel like you, you're you struggling, you're going through this, then the third. Look at me for a prime example. I was just here with y'all. Now, I'm free to do it. I feel like I'm on my way to financial freedom. You know, and another thing that keeps me motivated with this is, uh, like I said, it's real easy to lose your focus when you, um, when you start getting money. But I have a goal that I'm trying to set. Like I told Terrence, like, hey, look, by next year, I want to be one of the dudes in the red jacket. You know, I want, I'm trying to be a super producer. I'm trying to, I want, hey, look, he told me, they start telling me about integrity. I'm like, hey, look, well, we need to start, start taking it up this little, you know. We try, I'm, I want to raise the bar so, so happily so I'd never be content. And that keeps me motivated. That's it makes one. my hunger never die. Love it. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're here building the fundamentals. So, Gerald, I'm really, really uh, excited to see your, your progression and your growth here. You always, you always been a pleasure to work with. You know, thank you, thank you. you and Terrence got, you and, you and Terrence always, you know, kind of keep me going throughout the day, you know, because I'm like, you guys are working. I got to, I feel like I got to make sure I do my part too. And I appreciate you. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. So that's, that's Gerald Lovelace, you know, so, you know, for anyone else that's out there, that's, you know, looking, looking to how to improve their business. I mean, the first step has to be with focusing on keeping the negativity away. Yeah. You, know, you got to surround yourself with the positive influences, you know, just, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And before I get there, would you guys say I'm a pretty positive person? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing special. So I'm, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm, I got my, I, I'm a human being. I have my ups and downs, you know. But for the most part, I think I have a pretty positive outlook on life because right. I've experienced a lot of negative, and I know it sucks. I don't want to stay there. So the thing is, I mean, generally, I feel like whenever a problem comes my way, I look at it. I'm like, okay, what can I do about it? If I can do something about it, I'll do it. Yeah. If I can't do anything about it, I'm like. Okay, well, I'm not going to spend all my energy, you know, sitting on something that I can't fix right now. So I'm going to just table that for the meantime. So, you know, a couple couple weeks ago, you know, I I, uh, I was chopping down a tree at my house, right? Mm. I was just, that day, I was, I was just down about some stuff. I, I, I was not in a good place mentally. And then I was just thinking, okay, I'm like, man, I need to get out this funk because like, you know, I'm just, I'm just like stuck in a rut mentally. So then I was, I was like, there's, there's this tree in my backyard I've been meaning to chop down anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty big tree, and, and I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get up there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I have to, for the, for it to fall a certain way, I needed to like, you know, cut off some of the limbs first. So you know, I actually climbed the tree, took a saw, and I took took a hatchet, you know, you know, and then I, and then I chopped down the whole thing. Wow, right. So throughout throughout the day, I mean, I was feeling pretty bad about myself, and I'm like, I just need to get outside, get some sun, you know, get active, do something physical. And then just try to take my mind off of this thing. And as in the process of doing all that, aside from the fact that I took care of a project that I've been meaning to do, more importantly, I felt great after I was done. Like physically, I was exhausted. So number one, I I didn't have time to be thinking about the negative thoughts that was within my head. No, so that was that eliminated that part. But then also like physically, the the endorphins and all 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 the uh, you know all the physical benefits of having done something physical like that. I, I was feeling it and I was, I, I felt great. And, you know, it's, it's kind of an analogy for everything that we feel and everything that we allow to enter our heads. When we, when we start thinking about all the negative stuff, 
you can't fix those problems if you don't actually just do the work. Right. Right. Like the more and more you try to avoid it, the bigger, bigger, bigger the problem gets because you didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Like if if you and sometimes if we feel a certain type of way negatively negatively about a situation, and it's kind of irrational because you know maybe it's not as big of a deal as it actually is. But the thing is, by virtue of you actually putting in work, putting in time, doing something, the thing is, this is where you start to build up confidence. This mm-hmm. is where you build a sense of accomplishment. This is where you basically work out anything any problem that you have so if you're sitting on something that you feel is negative in your life you're sitting on any problem that you think is beyond your fixing you don't have to fix it all in one day just start chipping away at it start you know start taking some hacks at it do what you can and in the process of doing it ideas come your way yeah you know because i didn't know exactly how i was going to attack you but i'm like i'm up here what should i do next yeah right so that's 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 my piece of advice to you guys yeah if i could add to that um I was just mentioning this to my last call. You get sad and you get negative because of something that happened in the past, right? And you get worried because of something that could happen in the future. So what you got to do is you got to stay focused in the meantime, in the present on what you got to do. And you know what you got to do? Like what Tara says, you got to go dial. (laughs) Because whatever situation of your problem is, if you ask that question, if I made more money, will this problem be fixed? And if that answer is yes, Let's go to work. Right. And, and of course, I mean, just if you're going to reach out for some, to somebody, reach out with a question that is going to give you an answer to do something better. Don't reach out to people to vent or complain about something or somebody else. Move on. Just just focus on positive stuff and and then and, and focus on the good things, right? Just seek, seek, seek advice. Seek for advice and, and for help, for knowledge, for guidance. But do the work. So reach reach out to someone that can actually help you, and most importantly, whatever they tell you to do, do it. Put it in, put it in action. Do something. Help yourself. Right. So, you know, hope, hopefully that was helpful. I mean, I know I got a lot of great stuff out of out of Gerald and Terrence. Appreciate both of you guys coming on and and sharing. Appreciate John, Misha, Elias, you know, hopping on. So let's go out there and you know put all this into action. Whatever wherever, whatever areas of your life you can you can try to improve. Let's go out there and do it. Be lead, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right.